Welcome to the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 1st, and happy 29th birthday to Justin Bieber. I'm so lonely. I'm Doug Harding, and here are your top stories presented by Peggy Slappy Properties. A Gwinnett police officer was taken to the hospital after their car was hit by a drunk driver. The State House has approved the Safe Schools Act, and police are urging drivers and pedestrians to practice caution after a Brookwood student was hit. We'll have all of this and more on the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Hey guys, Wayne here with Peggy Slappy Properties. The team and I are ready to make the assist and help you find your next home. Serving Gwinnett County and surrounding areas for 40 years, our veteran lineup will make shopping for a house a slam dunk. Call us at 770-271-5555 or check us out online at psponline.com. Whatever your real estate needs, our team of experienced professionals is here to serve you. Buying and selling a home is more than just a transaction. It's our priority. Peggy Slappy Properties is a trusted market leader in the greater Gwinnett area for 40 years and counting. A Suwannee man is facing several charges, including driving under the influence of alcohol after he hit a Gwinnett County police officer's patrol car on Interstate 85 on Thursday night. Master Police Officer Hadeshi Valley said Randy Vanillin Cooley, 35, is accused of hitting a patrol car on Interstate 85 South near Pleasant Hill Road just after 9 p.m. Police had previously said on social media that the officer, whose name has not been released, had been working the scene on a five-vehicle accident when her patrol car was hit. Police said the officer sustained a head injury, but she is expected to recover. Cooley has been charged with following too close, driving under the influence of alcohol, possession of an open alcohol container, failure to yield to an emergency vehicle, driving without a valid license, and failure to register a vehicle in Georgia. He was arrested at the scene of the accident. The State House of Representatives handily passed a bill Monday aimed at bolstering school safety in Georgia. The Safe Schools Act, which has the strong support of Governor Brian Kemp, passed on a 148 to 20 vote. The bill, sponsored by Representative Will Wade, a Republican from Dawsonville, one of Kemp's four leaders in the House, would require schools to conduct an intruder or active shooter drill by October 1st each year. It would also require public schools to submit school safety plans to the Georgia Emergency Management Association, as well as local emergency management and law enforcement agencies. The legislation would create a mechanism for school employees to earn a school safety and anti-gang endorsement after completing a special training program. And it encourages colleges and universities to include training for future teachers in best practices for safe schools and deterring gangs. Though the bill breezed through the House, it drew criticism from some Democratic lawmakers. Savannah Democratic Representative Ann Warren Westbrook cited a study conducted by researchers at Georgia Tech showing increases in anxiety and depression among students for 90 days after active shooter drills. Representative Stacey Evans, an Atlanta Democrat, voted for the bill and also urged lawmakers to consider passing gun control measures. The bill will now move to the Georgia State Senate for consideration.
A 14-year-old Brookwood High School student was hit by a pickup truck while leaving school on Thursday, and Gwinnett County Police are using the incident to urge pedestrians and drivers to practice safety on or along roadways. The incident happened at 6.40 p.m. as a 14-year-old student was leaving the school campus and walking across Dogwood Road at a crosswalk on a red traffic signal. The teen sustained a head injury and a broken leg as a result of the injury. The pickup driver remained at the scene as police and firefighter paramedics arrived. Police are urging pedestrians to use sidewalks or paths while walking along roadways and to walk facing traffic and as far as from vehicles as possible if neither are available. They're also urging pedestrians to only cross streets at crosswalks or intersections since drivers are more likely to expect pedestrians at those locations. Pedestrians are also urged to wait for gaps in traffic before trying to cross the street and to not assume drivers will see them. Wearing bright colors during the day or reflective materials at night and trying to make eye contact with drivers are some ways pedestrians can make sure they are seen. Meanwhile, drivers are encouraged to be on the lookout for pedestrians and to always stop or yield to pedestrians who are in a crosswalk. They're also encouraged to never pass another vehicle that is stopped at a crosswalk since they might be stopped to let a pedestrian cross the street. Defense is at the forefront of the Norcross basketball team's state title defense. Both the reigning Class 7A state champion girls and boys have ratcheted up their defense of late as they aim to bring two more trophies to Spalding Drive. The two teams host quarterfinal games Wednesday night, the girls versus number 3 Archer at 5.30, followed by the boys against number 5 Newton at 7. The number two ranked Norcross girls have been especially impressive with suffocating defense, including holding Lambert in check in a 59-34 second round win over the weekend. That came on the heels of holding Collins Hill to 41 points in a first round victory. The high-paced Norcross boys are a dangerous team offensively, but their work on the defensive end has been equally important in their past postseason success. The fourth-ranked Blue Devils have held opponents to 56.3 points per game over the last 15 games. They held Osborne to 60 in the second round while also showcasing their high-powered offensive attack with 45 second-half points in a 72-60 win. They racked up 90 points in a first-round victory over Collins Hill. In addition to the Norcross doubleheader, four other Gwinnett basketball teams have quarterfinal games on Wednesday. In 7A, the Central Gwinnett girls play at McEachern at 6 p.m., while the Grayson boys take on Walton at 6.30 p.m. at Archer. The Lanier boys host Grovetown at 7.30 p.m. in a 6A, and the Providence Christian boys host Spencer at 7.30 p.m. in A. We sat down with Lauren Livesay and Colin Cappy, second-generation employees at Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep, to talk about their great customers both here in Gwinnett and across the country. Well, one of my neighbors bought all his cars from us, and uh, when I see him in the morning, I give him a good wave, and I'm very thankful for that. And he continues to uh, want to purchase vehicles from us because of the good experiences he's had. We have people from out of state that will come back that have been buying cars from us for years that'll drive on in or fly on in, trade in their car, get a new one, and leave. And we have some that are uh, just loyal customers that have been with us for 28, 29 years. Um, but then we have the ones, uh, we, we have a very big online presence. We've been getting uh, a lot of product, and we've been shipping them out all over the United States. Mall of Georgia Chrysler Dodge Jeep. Go see them on the lot at 4345 Buford Drive in Buford, or go online and find them at mallofgeorgiachryslerdodgejeep.com. 
Why talk to Tom M. Wages Funeral Home Service today? You remove the financial and emotional stress from your loved ones. On the worst day of their lives, your family doesn't need to add financial stress to the pain of loss. You protect them. A pre-funded, pre-arranged funeral allows your family to grieve and mourn without the worry of how to pay. Plus, the peace of mind you have knowing everything is taken care of is priceless. Don't leave the worry and stress to your loved ones. Take care of your funeral prearrangements now. Let the family service professionals at Tom M. Wages in Snellville or Lawrenceville help you. Call Tom M. Wages today at 770-978-3200 or email jim at wagesfuneralhome.com. Tom M. Wages, the most respected and requested funeral home in Gwinnett County. Fern Bank, one of the most popular and iconic cultural attractions in Atlanta, is home to the world's largest dinosaurs, Atlanta's biggest movie screen, and one of the largest assemblages of urban Piedmont forest in the United States. See science brought to life through immersive programming and unmatched experiences that encourage a greater appreciation of our planet and its inhabitants. Visit FernBankMuseum.org for tickets and a list of upcoming events. Fern Bank Museum, things to see things to do, things you won't believe. The Gwinnett Daily Post is giving away a four-pack of tickets to the Fernbank Museum. Call 404-997-8655 and leave a voicemail for your chance to win four tickets to go to Fernbank. After three years of pandemic-related restrictions, the Georgia Youth Birding Competition returns to a more traditional format. Here is community reporter Matt Golden with more. Georgia's popular youth birding competition returns to its roots this year while still offering the wider time frame for birding adopted during the pandemic. The 17th annual Birdathon held by the State Department of Natural Resources and Partners is set for April 14th through the 22nd with an awards ceremony and banquet the last evening at the Charlie Elliott Wildlife Center near Mansfield. Teams of kindergartners through high schoolers will pick a 24-hour stretch during the nine-day span and compete by age group to find the most birds statewide before 5 p.m. Following three years of COVID-forced changes and even cancellations, the 2023 competition will again include the contest-ending in-person banquet for all teams at the Charles Elliott Conference Center. Coordinators say they are comfortable with reinstituting the banquet and ceremony for everyone who competes. This year's competition will include two changes that were made last year, the week plus window in which teams can bird, and the option for teams to electronically submit their birding checklist early. The goal of the birding competition is encouraging awareness and appreciation of Georgia's birds and the outdoors. About 100 students take part each year. DNR wildlife biologist Tim Key said he is hoping even more organizations from scouts and schools to nature centers and birding groups enter or sponsor a team this year. You can register at georgiawildlife.com YBC. The deadline to register is March 31st. For the Gwinnett Daily Post podcast, I'm Matt Golden. For the third consecutive week, the number 14-ranked Georgia Gwinnett College softball team has had a player named as Continental Athletic Conference Pitcher of the Week. Senior Alexa Good received the latest honor after tossing a two-hit shutout in the Grizzlies' 8-0 victory against number 9 Tennessee Wesleyan University last Saturday. 
The Pembroke Pines Florida native struck out four batters and did not issue a walk in the game. The right-hander stands 4-0 this spring with two shutouts and a 1.68 earned run average. She has recorded 27 strikeouts in 25 innings pitched. Sophomore Annalise Wood was named the CAC Pitcher of the Week for the first two weeks of the 2023 season. Georgia Quinnett College is scheduled to host the University of Rio Grande from Ohio in a doubleheader on Friday, March 3rd at the Grizzlies Softball Complex starting at 2 p.m. The four-game series between the two teams will continue Saturday, March 4th at noon. Gwinnett County Commissioners are moving to adopt international property maintenance rules that will enable the county's code enforcement officers to issue citations for interior code violations at rental properties. The county began the process of adopting the International Property Maintenance Code this past week. Adoption of the code would enable the county's code enforcement officers to work with rental property tenants to ensure the interiors of their residences remain up to code. Code enforcement officers recently have no authority over interior issues at rental properties. The rules would apply only to rental properties. The Georgia Department of Community Affairs must first review the proposed policy change before the Board of Commissioners can officially adopt the International Property Maintenance Code. State law requires the 60-day review by the DCA before final adoption can take place. The International Property Maintenance Code was compiled by the International Code Council. The code requires, among other things, all interior surfaces are maintained and that issues are corrected swiftly. It also requires ongoing pest control, making sure equipment works, and ensuring the interiors of rental properties remain clean and sanitary. The code doesn't state that occupants of rental units will be tasked with ensuring the interior of their particular unit remains clean, while property owners are responsible for shared and public areas. An occupant can be held responsible if their actions or failure to act directly leads to any rodent or insect infestation. Are you looking for your next big job or just wanting to improve your work situation? Here's a great opportunity. Gwinnett County is having a Career From Here hiring event March 17th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Gas South Convention Center at 6400 Sugarloaf Parkway in Duluth. Bring your resume and dress for success. Apply for jobs from animal services, engineering, IT, to all sorts of trades. Gwinnett County offers competitive pay, benefits, paid training, and more. You can also apply in advance online at GwinnettCountyJobs.com. The Career From Here hiring event, Friday, March 17th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Gas South Convention Center in Duluth. Find out more at GwinnettCounty.com. Engineered Solutions is your locally owned and operated commercial and residential foundation company that specializes in foundation repair, basement waterproofing, and crawl space encapsulation. I'm consumer investigator Dale Cardwell. I've done the research already, so you don't have to. Thanks again for listening to today's Gwinnett Daily Post podcast. Did you know over 50% of Americans listen to podcasts weekly? Make sure you join us for our next episode and be sure to share this podcast on social media with your friends and family. Add us to your Alexa flash briefing or your Google Home briefing and be sure to like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. This podcast is a production of BG Ad Group. 
Darren Sutherland, Executive Producer. Doug Harding, Creative Director. Jacob Sutherland, Director. Producers Jason Gentarola and Matt Golden. And Jin Rei Zhang, Video Producer. All rights reserved. 